Sensei just walked through the door. As he should. As he should. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Juan Ep is Life. Episode number two from the new Juan Ep Studios. You're numbering episodes now? I'm not going to like label the episode episode two, episode three. Oh, I see what you're saying. But I'm just saying it is our second episode. Um, And this is cool because A... Huge fan of Artifacts and Elder Sensei. And of course, um, we spent a lot of time talking about the passing of, of Tame One mm-hmm. and didn't want to bother L at the time. Uh, but now a little bit of time has passed. So I reached out to say, hey, could you come bless the studios? And he made the trip um, across the, the river from, from New Jersey. Yeah, the Artifacts are from New Jersey. That's right. That's right. Have a seat, L. Make yourself comfortable. The man what came. What is this? The, the Gifts? Yes. Wow. So grab that wow. mic. Grab that mic, L. That's yours. Wow. Got it, got it. Everything in order. Everything in order. Okay. Yo. Yeah. Artifacts and Buck Wild, no expiration date yeah, that's, CD. That's new, new album. New album. Buck new Wild. album. Artifacts, no expiration date. On CD. Yes, sir. And, and it's Woo! on vinyl and it's on digital. Sorry. Here's what the beautiful tea. Right. I'm a little tight though. I got to find where can I get the hat though. I got, I'll okay. buy. It. I, I got I got some hats. Got you some got hats too. Pull it up nice. Pull that mic nice and close. I got the, got some I got some hats. I got um I got to get some more snapbacks. But I'm, I, I was rushing. So no, I, please, I please, I bring. please, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Elder Sensei's on one app is life. How you what doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Here's what's here's what's eerie. Hmm. Is as I open up this CD, there's a rest in peace to a DJ Chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're Chaos. Yeah. The Artifacts DJ. But me, which means they had this artwork before Tame One passed. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy that in the new album you don't have Rest in Peace Tame One, so yeah, you're gonna have to yeah. do that on the next, next one. whatever the next yeah. thing is. And, and actually, there's a T-shirt. Uh, shout out to Snow Goons. They uh, have a T-shirt made called Artifacts Forever. It has a um, picture of all three of us, but it has a halo over Tame in the T-shirt. Wow. You know, and and, and shout out to Ricky uh, out in Paris. France, rather, and she um, did the artwork, and um, they asked her to make the updated version with the halo over him. Wow! So it, it's it's crazy how this all you know panned out. Well, so so let's uh, let's start the conversation. Like, how how are you doing? Like, how surprising was this whole thing? Like, we didn't. Yeah, it was it was it was definitely a shock. Just knowing he was at my crib, like maybe like not even a month before that happened, mm. and he came to the crib and he was like, "Yo, play the record." I just want I just want to hear it like. You know, loud because he he got all the versions of the record, and he pretty much was like, you know, I need to listen to it in full. Oh, this is the Buck Wild project that yes, we're yes, yes, because we we took right a minute here. to put it all together. Um, just uh, shout out to Smoke on Records out in Germany, my man Joey. Uh, shout out to Buck for doing the production. Shout out my man Jake Palumbo who mixed it, and and I always mistake my man's name in, in Germany. There's a lot he of master, European names to record. Yeah, he mastered the record, but shout out to him as well. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we took us a, not long to make the record, but just to get the whole process together, the pressing of the record, 
the factory burned down in Germany. We had to go to another factory what? in Amsterdam to press the record. So that was like a whole new starting of a new relationship. So that took nine months. Well, and, and wait, and real quick, when was the last time you and Tame, you and Tame had done a record together? Man, okay, we've been making records for the whole good, time. Minute, yeah, for like a lot of the. Uh, so we have a single um, I had did on Coal Mine Records. Shout out to Matt Diamond. Yeah, shout out to Matt Diamond. Uh, they have uh, Rod Digger on the remix uh, as well. Um, so this was called Every Day in the Street. When me and Tane got back together in 2008, we just been working. We've been on tour constantly, doing a lot of features. Um, where were the most ba- where are the most bags coming from? Artifacts Europe. Pretty much a good mixture, you know what I'm saying? Because we was able to tour all the time, even with with just two albums out. We was touring. That's how we stayed alive. Pretty yeah. much. A lot of that was in Europe. Every year, you know, we pretty much and until COVID happened, we was always over there. We had just did a tour in 2019, um, Mr. Lynn. Company flow. He was uh, he was with us, and um, yeah, even for myself, you know, I'm, I'm always over there. To, I want to go to one of those tours in Europe where it has all our favorite groups. A lot of that happens mostly in the festivals. So you yeah. have like Hip Hop Camp and and Czech Republic. Uh, they have a big festival every year. You got Alpha Fame Festival, Royal Arena, and um, Switzerland. So you know, France got the Rennes Festival. So it's but is it of, all? Consider what I what we might call underground. Yes. Or is there also another stage where all the big pop acts? No, not and hip hop. Hip hop camp is pretty much you have the main stage, and you have hangers. Is is an old uh, naval uh, air force base. Yeah. Two hangers and then the main stage, but then there's smaller stages too. So, but everybody, you have mainstream hip hop acts there. Right. So like us, like, well, you have Smith and Wesson. You're, you're considered the mainstream in this festival. Yeah. You're the big one. So that, who that, would, who would be that headliner for a show like that? Okay, they had this one year. They had Hops in there. Okay, Evidence was there. So these are like on. I think this was maybe in Switzerland, but like okay. So yeah, we was there. The year we was there in 2016. The main act, EPMD, P Rock and Seal Smooth, right? Okay, Red Man. uh, Say like a Method Man be a headliner. Right. Got it. Okay. So it'll be bigger acts, but then it'll be smaller. Other tiers of yeah, so it'll yeah, be yeah. Up, me, Planet Asia, J Live. It'll be all of the right, right, right. It'll be all of the groups like that. Yeah, it won't be nothing you see on the radio. There's no Ja Rule or no. Nah, it's nah. like hit like they have no disrespect for those. Yeah, they have festivals for those. So that's a separate yeah, festival. That's totally totally separate. So so was was Tame sick? No nah, man. Um, I would say if anything, I didn't know of a lot of things if that was the case, but I think. With him, um, maybe of these things I didn't know, contributed to his passing. Got it. So that, but as far as you knew, he was okay. Yeah, he was all right, as far as I know. So you had to deal with just the shock of of this news. Yeah, because, I mean, his mom's called me, and it was just like, wow. What do you say? What do you do? I mean, what can you, you know, do, You get man? the phone call, and then you hang up, and it's just like, I mean, I would say it's like an empty space a little bit because you're trying to figure out how to react to it. Of course, yeah. you're going to cry. But then it's like, for me, it was like a, almost like a Bruce Lee element to it. But because you don't know. And then I didn't want to know because he really didn't matter because he was gone. For me, everything in that CD you just had and held up was what really got me through all of this. You know, and you have to deal with the fact that, you know, all his friends, all my friends, is all the same. Yeah. So no matter how our history was, we still have the same friends and more friends when you talk about fans and online people we've dealt with, whether it be promoters, whether it be DJs that played our, our music, 
everybody's involved. So we all had the same reaction, I would say, you know, from and whether if I'm in the group with him or not, it was the same even when Chaos passed, you know, and he stayed with me. What year did Chaos pass? Chaos passed in 2019. That's, so, that's, that's tough, man. Yeah, so it's right, kind of not back to back, but... But close. Yeah. My story, not that I have a story, but my story with El Sensei mm-hmm. when I first met you was in the in-between years. Right. Because like my college radio years were in those years when Artifacts, it was post That's Them, mm-hmm. and you started sort of your indie journey right. of El Sensei right. solo artist. And I, 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 part of my ignorance, did y'all break up? Big yes. breakup? Not a big breakup, but it, it, it was enough where it really like was a shockwave and within the industry where it's like, you know, we didn't come from independent world. We came right. from Atlantic Records. Right, right, right. Big beat Atlantic Records, two albums, a couple of videos and yeah. accessible music for everybody to get to where it was so much, you know, the independent part didn't come till later, but they was it was still there. You know, yeah. and so much so that me and Tame was able to make a record with Juju and VIC from Beat Nuts. Mm-hmm. Song called Brick City Kids. Well, hold on, we're getting out of order. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm about to give you a okay, gem. Okay, I'm about to give you a gem. All right. Oh, we go. love one up gems go. because so. I, I just pl- I just found on Soul Seek mm-hmm. the Brick City Kids okay. record, yeah. which was on Black Gold. Yeah, and let Black Gold. It was an indie. It was an in- so it was an indie label, mm-hmm. and you saw the record. You're like this is an Artifacts record, mm-hmm. but it was called Brick City Kids, yep. not Artifact. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. And the first label that put that record out, actually, the first record they ever put out was that record was Ruckus. When you look at I the, forgot it is it rock. Big razor blade on it. Yeah. So that I was the for- first record that they put out and we were still oh, on Atlantic. Yeah. Yo, so oh you were still on we Atlantic? Still on Technically, Atlantic. I that's remember why we that. had to call it Brick City Brick Kids. Brick City Kids, yeah. Yes. And but it was Jared and Brian, they they did yes, the record. That's their first record. I their first record. Yeah, Juju right now. I'll call him. <laughs> Yo, that wow. I forgot. Straight I forgot up. that it has the razor blade on mm-hmm. it. It's crazy how history go, you know what I'm saying? Like it was Basically illegal to make that album if you were still signed. Well, it was just a single. That's yeah, it was a single. Just, I mean. it, it had two songs on the B side. What what produced by Vic and um him and Juju did the A side, Brick City Kids, and that was unheard of. You know, I remember the day we recorded that song. Buster was driving down the street. This was like Platinum Island. We was recording the second album. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's them. And we was outside meeting them to talk about the whole deal and what we was gonna do. Ghetto gold. I said exactly. black gold. It's ghetto, ghetto gold. Ghetto gold. Yes. Bust, oh, remember that? Yeah, Buster yes. saw us making the deal when that happened. He's like, what y'all doing? He's like, oh, come here. I'm gonna give me some buck. Yeah, that That's was crazy. So that was right before the breakup? No, nah, we were still together. And for how much longer? And I would say that probably came out while I think when the album came out too. Oh, there's the raucous logo at the bottom. Hey, world, 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 premiere, premiere, premiere. Hey, world, world, premiere, premiere, premiere. Oh, world, world, premiere, premiere. In the run, we trust, bust, lyrical, action, ripping like traction, the distance subtracting, acts who rap through. Tell the sensor. The lively MC on your television with the truth. Yo, this was in such heavy rotation in my college radio. Station. Underground, underground hip hop. We station. love that. Joke. Banging that record a lot. Yeah, what is it? It says, it says "Ghetto Professionals Present." And that was that, that was, was the Vic? name of Juju and VIC uh, company at the time. Because I think what's his name? Mike Haran had something to do with that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Haran, I think, helped put that label together. Mm-hmm. 
What's the what's the origin story of you and Tame? Uh, me and Tame met through mutual friends. My man Jay Byrne, Polo Ice. Um, I went to school with Jay Byrne. Uh, Jay Byrne belonged to a crew called Boss Mob. Uh, We're in kinda, Newark. Yeah, in Newark. Yeah, it was like more like our Juice Crew in our in our neighborhood. So he introduced me to Rhino, which was the main producer. He was like the Molly Mall of the crew. Uh, Tame, Mellow Max, Rasta Ra, and Jay Byrne was the crew, and they all had songs with Rhino. I started coming through. This is high school years? This is, yeah, I was about maybe like 18, 17, 18. Um, but I always saw, I didn't know Tame, but I always saw his name. Mm. In, in, on so he was, he was up around for, but first? Well, was he known first? Yeah, he was known for graffiti. Okay. For, but right. I just knew of that name. I didn't ever see him. He was like a ghost. <laughs> and I was at Rhino's crib, and I saw his name all on the wall. I was like, yo, he be here? I said, yo, he rhymed too. I was like, really? Played the song. I was like, damn, he rhymed just as good as them, his tag and his pieces was. So when I kept coming over there and never saw him. And one day he came when I was there. Um, He heard some of my songs. I heard his songs, and then we got together. And that first day I met him, we did a song. Were you writing Elder yeah, Sensei? I was, I was writing. I was writing Core One. Um, core One back in Jersey. Um, but so he was Tame I, One. You were Core One. Yeah, but Tame was way more advanced than me and a Got lot it. of other people. So, and our group is a, a line Tame has in one of our songs where he said, "I'm the art part. You want facts and rap? Talk to L." <laughs> so I always that's knew that's what it was. So in any interview, anything like that, I always tell people. Tame was the graffiti part of the group. We both wow. do it, but he was the more official in the group. I would never, ne- no, no one could take that away from and, him. And he would say that you were the more official MC. Both of us. I mean, he was pretty that, official. In that rank, yeah. But, but he, had say, the, he had the nod yeah, for the yeah, art. He, had, he, he definitely was, you know, schooled by the best, you know. Well, you know, Sensei is teacher in some yeah, Asian language. Yeah, master teacher, yes. Yeah. So in how did, Asian language. How did you get El the Sensei? How did you go from core one to El the Sensei? I um, got brave enough to start rhyming. Didn't want to think that I could keep sounding like Rakim and Big Daddy Kane, even in talent shows, look like them, <laughs> dress like them. So I had to find my own identity. And it was always MCL in the beginning. And then I cut hair. On Saturdays, I used to cut people hair in my room. Wow, I didn't kung, know this. Play kung fu movies while this is happening, or anime movies at the time. So this is like 93, 94. 92, 93. So it was like uh, my man was watching the movie and he heard this dude like, oh, sensei, sensei. He said, look, when you sharpening us up, when you giving us the trim, bro, it's like a sword because it's so sharp. And we hear a dude saying that. He said, yo, sensei probably fit for you. And by the way, you rhyme is all like. So now you're MCL the sensei. Exactly. Uh, so when, so then when I he, took the MCL, took the MC off and just, yeah. So when, they, when he says, I'm down with Tame at MCL, mm-hmm. I didn't, I, okay. Yep, that, was, that was the early times mm. when we was, after like our demos, we started putting that in. And, and which, I'm confused, which side of the tracks were you guys from? <laughs> we was on the Brick City side of the track. The wrong side. Yes, yes. I just, no, I just, I, I, no, 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 you got confused. It was, I don't same, know. it was called the wrong, yeah, okay, wrong okay, side okay. of the De- track. Definitely not the right sure. side. Not, not the right, right side of the track. Okay, got it. So, so. And did they come on with the get down or get down with the come on? No, 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 it was come on they with both. the okay. get down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they did both, that's right, it flipped it. The, the soul, it was Bro, it I was, was listening to, um. Like sometimes I just go on YouTube and I just play old Stretch and Barbito shows that just be somebody just posts them on YouTube right, right. and you guys were up there doing it. Maybe your first interview and like listening back now, Bob, the interviews were like, oh my yo, God. what's up? 
Good. Where you Where you from? <laughs> no, Shout I, your people out. Okay. Rhyme. Yeah, you want to rhyme? No, no. I listen. I, it's like I'm like these were our heroes. Right. <laughs> no, no, <this> is, <laughs> like, but that was also a challenge going up there too. Because like when we went course. up there, that's pretty much. You know how Mantane got our deal up at Stretch and Barbito show. Yeah, yo. By the way, that is hilarious, though. It's like rega- there was a documentary. Yeah, and it's regarded as like the highest art in hip hop. But if you were to hear the interview styles, it's literally it's it's like, hilarious. yo, my man, hilarious. yo, what's your name? What's your man's name over yeah. there? Yo, shit, like, chill. And then they're like, nah, give me a different beat. And Bow would be like, nah, just use this beat. Hey, look, hey, look. it was the, it was, it, that was the rules. You had to go by what stretch play. So how'd you, uh, how'd you guys get the, the big beat Atlantic situation? No, how'd you, before that, how'd you get to Stretch and Bob? Right. Oh, yeah. So Tame called up when Stretch and them used to have phone battles on the, on the air. He wow. called the, the, Tame called, called up. the station yep, on a Thursday up night. On a Thursday, one. Uh, the next week, I called up, and it didn't matter because what he did already got the invitation yeah. for us to go up there. So uh, he he'd say, "Oh, look, I, I'm, I got the joint. Let's go up there." We went up there together for 15 minutes. We rocked off the Zulu War chant straight, just 10, what? 15 minutes straight, just rhyming over that beat. And, yeah, and they was looking at us like, "Okay, we got fun." And because we said we was from Jersey, they really couldn't believe it or fathom that because yeah, when, the- when you look at Jersey hip hop. You know, when you look at everybody that's from there, me and Tame sounding like that, pretty much, uh, you know, they didn't understand it because they, they they thought that a lot of people didn't think real hip hop existed in Jersey. Uh, I, I Isn't that crazy? Be, I hate it be the, graffiti, whether yeah. it be ramen. I always tell people, look, certain streets where we stand in our city, we can see y'all. We can see yeah. that whole landscape right there, the whole sky. I, I hate that. I, I mean, I'm from New York, and growing up, they were like, nah, Jersey's whack. Jersey's corny. Don't go to Jersey. Heard that. And like, then I right went here. to Jersey, and I was like, oh, I don't know what New York is talking about. It's right, right, right. wild out here. <laughs> A lot of people found that out. They, when they found out the out hard way, yo. Yes, yes. And it's weird because by the time you guys came along, it's not like there had been nobody out There's of Jersey. Latifah. Latifah. Right. Naughty. 45 La- King. La- Kim 45 King. Apache. Lakim Shabazz. Like, there was a lot of people already. Jerob. Jerob G. So after you did the show, who did you- Trigger Hill Gang. You're right, though. You are right, though. There's a Jersey product. So who'd you hear from after you did the show? Immediately after the show, they took our numbers. So at the time, Bob was working at Def Jam and Stretch- was working at Atlantic at Big Beat. And Rob Tulo, my man Reef. Reef. Reef was an AR there. And once he got to us, they actually Stretch and Bob used to stay together. And um my man Nick Quested. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he was he used to stay with them too. He started directing crazy videos yep. after we was we met him. And um we started coming over there. We chilled with them. That's how we met M's. That's how we met Bones. That's how we met John Schechter. Scott Free, Maddie C, all these dudes was all in a family, but working at different labels. Yeah. So, how did you get back then? How did you get to the city from Jersey? Same way I got here today, <laughs> at the New Jersey Transit train right down there on Thirty Fourth Street, and that's if you was balling, because yeah, back in the day you was on the PATH train. That was only like a dollar and some change. Yeah. You get on the other trains. On time, more. like <laughs> the PATH train. It were. So we was always on that. But, um, I but, thought yeah, maybe but, from being from Newark, you might have stole a car. But you oh, know, that's see, not look, look, look. We that's know, not my I, business. I've, no. I've had my situations of being in things with people I know, but um, <laughs> yeah, that was a good, that was a crazy time. Yeah, that, even, the New Jersey even, Drive. Even era. that, even that, that movie sucked though. Yeah, I never saw it. That, that movie was not a good representation because oh. the mayor was like, "Nah, we're not doing that. Y'all not shooting it in my city." Nothing. They shot a lot of that in Brooklyn. Oh, really? Yeah. So when oh, you see Happy D say, "Get that off of Avon Street." Is Avon Avenue. 
And they they lumped oh. them, they lumped a lot of those stories of that time together. Yeah, of course. Even the part when they shot up the van with the kid to get people inside. Uh it was it was I really never even and and I boycotted the movie because they didn't let us have a song on the soundtrack. Well, I was about to say, yeah. how did you guys not get everybody on? that was on the soundtrack was from New York. Everybody, everybody, except, except for like, Outcast. How y'all gonna do that? Tommy oh, except Boy? Outcast. <laughs> yeah, see, Tommy Boy. That was their fault. It did, that's crazy. It did have one of my favorite. Um, no, it got a lot of my favorites. That's why I was mad at it. Joint with Organized Confusion was crazy. Okay. Yeah. No, this is my joint right here. Won't go far. Sometimes I think I'm the only person who loves this song, but I feel very strongly about it. I'm going to play it for you both right now because I care for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember this act? No. Don't get down on the play. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This beat is Oh, so what about big. Double X Posse? They was from Jersey, yeah, too. Yeah, I can't forget that. I get you loose like the deuce, deuce, OZ. Niggas know me because I'm a kid. How about, okay, all due respect, yes. I love LL Scratch. But why that? It's so random who's on here. I guess, look, we wasn't big enough for Tommy Boy at the time. They put E Brothers on the soundtrack. <laughs> but that's the best song on the record. <laughs> Song's fire, by the way. Produced by Rock Raider. Oh, yeah, Rock Raider did. That's mm-hmm. right. They, they shout him out on the record, yes, too. What year is that? What year is that I think soundtrack? It's like 94? 94, 93, something like that. Yeah, I think it's 94, 95. Damn. Right? That is wild. Yeah. Um, okay, so 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 you get so yeah, you start hanging out with the whole yeah. Stretch and, and, and Bob family, and that's when the and that's big happening. beat happens. And then t- so, so is yeah. that where you end up meeting the like the producers for the album too? Yes. Is it all coming from T-Ray? that world? Well, T Ray, I'll tell you a story. Of course, we get that's the deal. what we want. They're tell like, us the story. They say, they, yo, so who y'all want to? You know, of course, be like Primo, P Rock, Lost Pro. Yeah, uh, yeah, y'all ain't got the budget for that. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have T Ray, and and they said T Ray, and I knew T Ray from working with um um he had down south. Sean J Perry was in the yeah. group, and yeah, yeah. He was working with them. He did some joints for Double X, and at the time I met T Ray, he, he told me to come to the studio and meet him, and they was editing the video for Headcracker for Double X joint. Mm-hmm. So and then he played me the song. T Ray did that. Yes, he, he, yep. Wait, T Ray did the stuff with Down South too. Yes, yes, he but did. not the. Not the not the first single. No, so Sean, Sean Jay, Sean Jay did something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he did a lot. Yeah. He did work with them. But the double H joints was the ones that um, convinced me and Tane to work with him. And he let us come yeah, to his crib and, and actually work with him. Where was that? Uh, he was living in Brooklyn at the time. Uh, he living out. He been living in Malibu for a long time now. But he's from North Carolina. You still speak to him? Yes, I do. Can you help us get him? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. You know, and you're getting you somewhere. It, you could do a phone in with him. I know he's in Cali, but you could do something with him. Buck Wild, uh, they, I said, yo, so, okay, because we can't get them. I said, what about the dude that made the joint uh, can't front with uh, yeah. Sadatina? So that, that's Buck. That's Buck. I said, let's go get him. He called Buck. We had a meeting with him. And when we met him in the studio, Rock Raider was there. If anybody that don't know, Rock Raider did all the, any scratches you hear on the first album is from Rock Raider. Wow. So when you hear the cuts on, come on to get down. Yeah. Even Dynamite Soul Remix with Mad Skills. That's Raider doing cuts on that. So funny that you couldn't get P-Rock or Premier at that time, but when they heard your records, they were probably like, damn, we wish we was on that. I mean, look, everything costs, but it's like, <laughs> I still have these dreams. So, I, I, you know, even with us being associates, I know what it is. Yeah. I know it's a budget first. Yeah. No, but, but, the thing is, <laughs> but, but the thing is, to Cypher's point, a lot of people were getting Pete records and mm-hmm. Primo records and they had budgets to get them, but not a lot of people put out albums as good as Between a Rock and a Hard Place. Man, I, I, you know I, what I mean? I'm going to tell you this right now. I appreciate every time you say that. Every time you said anything like that because me and Tay made these records not knowing who we were going to attract to our music. 
Uh, we've met a lot of people. I've met a lot of people on each walk of life that ever said that. But when certain people say it, it matters. So I'm yeah, just going to tell you, you thank you. We for appreciate that. that. Like, you don't. You you don't even know how much you matter to like. Like like our upbringing or mine, I don't you know I don't, I don't fuck with him like that, but <laughs> right. but mine like wait were you at the um I no no okay so there was a I went to Nassau Community College and it was a concert right it was organized no best of the underground they're yeah, on yeah, that yeah 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 you were on that right yeah, yes yeah. beat nuts so I have a picture with you yes I have a it was organized <laughs> beat nuts beat nuts common common, common. artifacts yeah. it was and then search it was something to do with it search might have put it together or mm. something. Search was there. So so that tour came to DC. Yeah, and look, that's, I was tight. That show. I couldn't do with the DC show? That show was, I mean, like. You talking about 930 Club? Yes. <laughs> well, I would have. That was the most, like, incredible show. Like, don't don't tell me that. I, I wasn't mean, allowed I mean, to go. I mean, it was on like, like a fucking Wednesday and I was 14. <laughs> my, I wasn't allowed to go. And other kids in my school went and I was like, you guys don't even know about artifacts. And that, like, it, can we curse? Yeah, yeah. That shit was so alive in that building. I mean, like. The floor was shaking. It was so many people in there. I just, but for me, being a fan of all these dudes, like I never was able to stay in the back. Oh, you wanted like, to watch the show I, every night. I was in the front, and it, it you, would make yeah. all of them laugh. Common. I remember we was in in uh, Orlando, uh, Pensacola, and he he was in. It was not a big place. We was at a school, but where we was at, we had these mics, and um, it wasn't a big spot. And he saw me in front of the stage again. He's looking at me while he rocking like. Why? Why? <laughs> and, then, and then I start, we, I start b-boying on the floor because sometimes some shows me and Common would do that. And this night, and he came too. off the stage with the mic and we on the floor. Everybody was backing up. But wow. it, was, it was funny as hell because to be a fan of all them dudes and have the, the moments we had, but like that tour? I'm, was, I'm I mean, so we long side of the track, City bro. to city, we was destroying all them shows. And, and Mr. Sinister was DJing for Beat Nuts and Common. And Raider was DJing for us. Damn, I, that's I, crazy. I saw Raider do a lot of stuff on stage that I didn't think it was possible. Uh, they don't have the remix on Spotify. Oh, yeah, the remix was crazy. That's my, that's my, yeah, my ID. It's similar, but the remix just hits a little remix harder. way harder. Full of boom and pow. Yeah, boom and pow, boom and pow. Yo, it's, it's amazing, like, for people... People don't they even got know it on that YouTube, this. Though. Yeah, they dumbified it. People don't know that this common like exists. exists. No common sense. Common yeah. like common sense. They know and eat, and by the way, I'm even talking about a lot of hip hop heads who did love him on the second album. You got to think a lot of people that follow him now are the people from B and Go and and, yeah. and all the other stuff. The corner, but there's a lot of people even, don't know. They even, a lot of people won't say Resurrection album. You say that record for people from our age group. Yeah, but even Resurrection, he's saying, like, even if you're a hardcore Resurrection fan, you might not even know about... Take it easy. Can I Borrow a Dollar? Right, 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 right. Like, I loved Can I Borrow a Dollar as an album. And then Resurrection's when he got, like, crowned, you know, one of the guys. But here's the remix. This is... This trade. When this dropped... He would do this on stage. The whole damn spot would go crazy. Brown, brown. I'm a pro for pro, but not a noun. A noun if you got beef. Beef, 
still get ground ground. Cut up his soul soul by the pound for pound. I'm going downtown like Juliet Brown. I'm the round mound, not a rebound, but like a hound, I get down. Never will release, but I'ma show you how loose is my goose. Got more soul than combat, combat boots. Man, I'm just jealous you got to go to the shows, Man, let alone I, perform I, I at the like shows. I was like the luckiest dude ever, like just have all these dudes' records, know them by heart, and, and be messing their head up because they see me doing the words too. So let's get to the album then. Was Wrong Side of the Tracks the first joint recorded? Mm, no, I can say. Okay, so let's talk about Wrong Side of the Tracks. The first, Shall we? The first version of that song, demo version, was done by Lord Jamar. Oh yes, Saif, have you heard the Lord Jamar demo? So we bit? talked. I know y'all talked. Well, I didn't. Y'all didn't get to talk about it, but Jamar produced the first record of That's that. So crazy. It's the same way. It's oh just my god, that I y'all forgot. don't know it. Do you knew Jamar from the very beginning? Yeah, the story that you told. Yeah, yes, because it. he told it. me. He told me the story. Mm-hmm. Saif, do you hear this story? No. Jamar told me this when I went on his podcast. Right, right, right. I forgot about that because we were talking about so much more intense mm-hmm. shit. But but the best yeah, part accurate, he told me very accurate. Tame had just passed. So Jamar and I talked about Tame, and he's like, I've known Artifacts since forever, since before they were anyone. Brand new being, according to Jamar, and, and, and Elle's uh, verifying this, they knew them as just being really active fans. Like, yes. they remembered them as fans from shows who would, like, kick it and want to rhyme. Mm-hmm. And then go to shows. See, this, this show, we knew about this show was, that was going to happen because MTV was promoting it. So this was the day, if you remember this freestyle with Lord Finesse and Moni Love. Okay. Offer you a customer beat. Wow. Well, wait, wait, and it was, oh, I don't remember You can that. go on YouTube no. and find that right now. Lord oh, Finesse, Money Love Freestyle. Okay. They that, And it's, very, it's a very famous freestyle. So From where? Uh, we was on, it was 1990. We were standing in front of the state building in Harlem, 125th Street. Oh, yes. We knew this was going on, so we went to New York. Let me yeah. tell you this story, though, what Jamar okay. couldn't tell you. Me and my man, Polo Ice, Tame, and A. Cool, we go over there. And we on the power train, we all riding on the train. But we got little punk-ass Crayola marker joints. And mm. the dude saw us. We in the last train. He saw us doing that. And as he's coming. Tagging. We, yeah, he saw yeah. us tagging. We just like, it was nothing. We wiping it off. It's coming up. I don't care. So Tame and A. Cool kept going. Didn't want to get in trouble. Me and Ice, my man Polo Ice, we got caught in Jersey City, transferring over to the other train. We're actually going straight to World Trade. We just got taken off. Mm. We in the cell. They call our parents. We in there for maybe like an hour and a half. Dude is like, yo, go home. Don't get in trouble. I'm like, ah, we back on the train. We going to Harlem. Let's go. <laughs> we get to Harlem. We get there. And the show kind of, we heard the show as we're walking up the street. And that's when she was, her and Moni, um, Moni and Finesse was doing that. We got up there. And then Jamar and them got up. And we was like the only people in the crowd that knew the words. This so is brand new. This is, yes. This is brand, this is Drop the Bomb single is out. Feel so good was just out not too long oh, before that. So they're early, brand early. very, very beginning. Right, right. So we just went, you know, when they was done, I mean, dude, we are in there like drop the bomb. Dudes is looking at us I'm like, do y'all know y'all know them? Like yeah. real. Like, do y'all real? know these dudes? Yeah. Like, no, we like the record. Y'all know the record? How'd you hear the record? Molly and it was it, when oh, when Brand New Man came out with Feel So Good, that was a big record. And yeah. the box, the box. Yeah, that right, the box. People was calling that. Well, and you guys were straight up rap fans. Just, like, just, just fans. fans. Just fans. Right. So we, we saw them, We get, they got off stage. I saw them, I said, Tame, you know what, I don't care. I went right up to them, didn't even care. I said, look, we this, that, that's them. It's my man, it's Polo Ice, da, 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 da. And it wasn't like how today, you know, it might be a little bit overbearing, but it was like, for me, it was like, like Guru said, you go up to somebody, shake their hand, say what's up, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I wasn't all in his face. 
But he's looking at us and he's like, okay, dude, polo down. Hey, man, ice polo down. Tame polo. Okay, no. All right. So he just was like, okay, cool. So he talked to me and then he let me play him a song. And Are you guys even how? artifacts yet? No, we was that's them. Oh, you're just that's them. Okay. Yeah. So oh, he, cassette? He, yep. Yeah, like walkman, cassette? walkman, straight walkman. up walkman. Sorry. I, <laughs> by the way, I have to say, uh, I, I, I was today years old when I realized that the second Artifacts album is called That's Them yes. because that's the name of what their group used to be. And that was wow. the deal we had with Atlantic Records because they didn't like That's Them as our group name. So uh, we went home on the train. I, by the way, I, I rarely say this. I think I agree with the label. Now, look. <laughs> I think Artifacts rings at, off at, look, at the time, see, because that was our, our name for so long. And the way we got the name, it, it fit. So we knew it was a possibility that they probably wouldn't like it. So going back home, I'm like, okay, looking at him on the train, like... <sighs> what are we gonna do now? Okay, I'm looking at him, looking at him like artifacts. I don't know why I said it. I just, it just came out. He was like, "Yo, yo, hold up, hold up." No Google, so mm-hmm. we go home. Of course, we know what it mean. We knew what it meant, so we just like, okay, looking in encyclopedia, looking at this. Like, are we anything, cool with this? Do we like this? From ancient times being brought to modern times for studying lesson. Da 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 da. Bro, we still do graffiti. We talk about we still. Former B-boys, this, that, and third, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's talking about graffiti. Nobody's talking about the elements, nothing like that. Yeah. So if you notice, before we came, nobody was talking well, about graffiti. Graffiti was definitely not. No one was talking about until, graffiti. No one until t- it came back. Nothing. It, yeah. it was no, you got to look at the time frame and within we came. 93, we did Nubian Crackers. It was just really the, the, thing that was happening was the classic albums that we know to be from Trial Call Quest. What was the Nubian Crackers thing? They was the break records. Yeah, yeah, no, I know that. Like the Kenny Dope records and stuff like that. But you did a record with them? Yes. It's called Do You Want to Hear It? And a lot of people don't know that's the last, that's the first time anybody heard us on Wax. And that, and you, and and you said, and you said. Artifacts? Yeah, that's them. Yeah, Artifacts. And is it, is it. um, They were signed to Big Beat at the time. Was it on who? I, what, what record do is it? Do you want to hear it? When you, but you guys say it, you also reference it. You go, when I kick that, do you yeah, want to yeah, hear yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's on, it's on Flexi with the Tech. You, well, is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. James said on that, but that was the reference from that song. Wow, I, I got to tell you, I'd seen that record mm-hmm. like later and I, that I said, it was Atlantic also, right? Yes, so yeah, yeah, was I was like, what's Nubian and Crackers and with Artifacts? used to make records, for, like, you know, that's where the, all them Robin Ness records come from. They were like a party, mm-hmm. a party uh, label. All right. Also, Big B had like the... A lot of the reggae records back then, like yes. remember, like the yes. the reggae, reggae, reggae records, yeah. Yep. Exactly, exactly. You sound like babies on the <laughs> Never heard this in my life. Embarrassed to say. Sounds like artifacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even think I realized it was you. Yes, it did. Okay, it did. So it made a little... That pretty much set me and Tame up vocally and the presence of, you know, whether people heard of us or not. It was on that record. And that was a record that was floating around at the same time. A lot of the break records that was happening uh, went down. 
So how do we get now, to this? Now this This is in Sadat room In New Rochelle In the basement Okay Did you steal a car to get there? No How'd you get there? Actually my man, my man Mark, oh, Mark And Troy From, from Jersey they, they came uh, I don't think they came with us this day I think we drove ourselves there this day My man Paul the White's mom used to let us drive the car How old are you here? Same, that, that we was maybe like 21 maybe That is a far cry from where you landed With Wrong Side of the Tracks Oh yeah And because we couldn't clear that James Brown sample. Did Jamar come up with the wrong side of the yeah, track thing? All, all that is Jamar. We, all we did was write the lyrics. So the way the song is on this other beat with T-Ray, we just changed the beat. Now that original chorus that he's doing when he's yeah, saying Jamar, the, that's, yep. that's Jamar? But when, yes, and we couldn't get him to do it on the record because he was on tour. So the label. It, so the so originally. Wow. Oh, originally, ima- imagine that. Imagine Wait, so that. wrong side of the tracks was supposed to be featuring Lord Jamar? Yes. So he would have did the hook. He would have did the hook, and he would have been in the video with us and everything. Yo, that is wild. So you That's go crazy. So you go from that version mm-hmm. to something that ends up sounding completely different. Exactly. <laughs> and we and look, even when the way that came, we always wanted to use that knife creation sample. You know, it, everybody. You know, you got to think how many people used it. Third base and Tice. Pete Rock used it. Chub Rock used it. This is what one of my. Top 10 90s Top Ray Hip hop beat Top So Ray. you So when T-Ray did this Did you know right away Like oh that's it Oh no We sat in his basement In, his, in Brooklyn And we pulled these records out The drums You know We knew came from Black Moon's single And we Of course He knew where, they, where it came from So when he played it We were like Yo chop that up And we always wanted To use the Night Creation joint But the thing that Separated this record From a lot of the other people That sampled it Was the fact that Them horns yeah, mm. we, that he put that Jack Bruce record on. We just happened. Tain was smoking. I wasn't smoking at the time. I think I was eating or something like that. And T. Ray put that record on and just was playing it. And then it got to that part. Ba-dum, ba-dum, bring and we looked at each other like, oh, yeah. bring that back, bring that back, bring that back. And then he played it because we then at this time we already had looped some of this up. It was just basically playing straight with the drums, wasn't yeah. tripping or nothing. It was just playing straight, and when that horn got on there, he's like, "Yo, okay, boom, loop that." Yeah. And he found the other two parts. Those other two stabs is different from from another record. And then when you go back and you listen to that original Jack Bruce record, you hear "Wrong Side." Then right after that, "Cellar Dweller" sample come out. Then it got out. So that's even um. Wait, who's Pete Rock Jack- and CL Smooth used it, but they didn't use the baseline part. Oh, yeah, right now. So Pete Rock used the like that sample enough. So when you go to you said song, Jack Bruce. Yeah. What's the name of it? Uh. I don't know the name of the song, but when you put in Jack Bruce, put in Artifacts, and you, it'll come up. So when you hear the number one Soul Brother on the so, yeah. Soul Brother album, the end of the beat, yeah. and that, Jesus, sweet soul, boom. boom he only took the end part of the sample where yeah. we used the whole thing. And then did Black Sheep use it also? Black Sheep used, okay, the drums that we use for What's Up Now, motherfucker, Black Sheep used it. Born that. to be blue. Black Sheep used those drums. Is that about the cops? I don't, I don't doubt it, Seth. Jack Bruce, <laughs> born to be blue. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now let it rock. Let it rock. Let it rock. Mm-hmm. 
Just sitting in my room, just playing records like this for hours, bro. I don't do that shit no more. Have yo, it was sampled yeah, it's in good therapy. Good therapy. Oh, Bucktown, wrong yeah, side Bucktown of the tracks. Exactly, yes. Wrong side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally got a one track mind remix. Yeah. Oh, oh, remix. I don't know Showbiz and AG hold your head. Mm-hmm. Land of the Lost. Mm-hmm. Blunts by Nice and Smooth. Yeah. <gasps> IBW in but with my crew <laughs> by Yo Yo. You got to think that was in for. For diggers, that was a go-to record. Jesus, you know? so but, many but, little but, pieces. G. Ray found we that part just just took the cake, and we was like, wow. And I think all those I don't say they came after us, but some was before, but some was after. And man, this this song right here though, it, it's interesting too because the style of horn that it is. It doesn't sound anything. You wouldn't confuse right, it with right, a right, Pete right. Rock horn no, no, at all. No. It sounds totally different. Where's the doo-doo-doo-doo-doo? That's, that's from a, the Ninth from, Creation. Yeah. Oh, that's Ninth Creation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and I actually am now friends with that guy. That, so the group, the brother. Yeah. So it was two brothers in the group. One died and the other one's still alive. I, I've talked to him many times. I'm trying to, I was trying to help him do his merch and everything like that. Really? I schooled him on a lot of things he didn't know. But because his brother was in charge of doing everything, I told him, I said, yo, I don't know if you know this, but like, you know, we did pay your brother to use the sample. I said, you do, you know how many other people use the record? He's like, no. <laughs> so I gave him a list of everybody that used the Night Creation sample and he had no idea because he's not in rap. He's not in right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think it showed him how big they were of a group for us. Bubblegum. That's what it was called. Bubblegum. It's crazy in the beginning. Bubblegum Ninth Creation was sampled in Wrong Side of the Tracks. Oh, Quasimodo, The Unseen, Soul Brother Number One, Derelicts of Dialect, The One by Chub Rock. Mm -hmm. And Tice should be on there too. And Tice, Black to the Point. By the way, when you you guys came up with the Artifacts name, safe to assume Tame came up with the logo? No. Really? Okay, so it was a guy... Unsafe to named, assume. Unsafe to assume. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember his last name, but if you can recall a, a shirt company back in the day called Third Rail. Mm-hmm. Third Rail, uh, it was a lot of clothing companies in LA, Conard, Gat, but Third Rail did a lot of the, so the Method Man shirt, they had the Mr. Bubbles in the, uh, uh, and the Method Man song in the video, he had one of his shirts on. So, when you if you go if you look up this company and you look at the letters, this guy his name is Dante. He had a company called Pawn Shop Press. He actually did a lot of a, a majority of the Cypress Hill album covers mm. over the early in the early years up until like maybe Black Sunday. 
Um, he did a lot of logos for people. Um, Funk Dubious, he did the artwork for that album cover. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. I could see the, mm-hmm. the through line. Yeah. I'm looking now at vintage third rail clothing. See? So he and, made the and, Artifacts logo. Yes, sir. And he did. He was in, in actually the first. So, okay, Ego Trip has Ego Trip magazine. Mm-hmm. They had a book. And they have they the document. book of rap list yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. but they have of course the best album covers and that. so we in the, that album cover is in the top ten single covers as far as that book. This guy what, wrong side of the tracks yes oh so it's a great the record cover. cover itself. Martha Cooper helped uh, so the subway art book she gave him pictures from the book. Ooh. He showed me and tame a picture of a piece that he did on the wall like this big about had a but. Uh, I forgot it said Snoop Dogg and he drew a picture of Snoop face and he showed us the train without us on it of course but I'm like oh my yo where did the train come from though so this is like early Photoshop nothing not like this ever been done so there's a lot I'm about to probably break a lot of people's hearts so everybody out there <laughs> get ready there's a lot of people out there that think that that train is real on the cover it's not it was just a picture of a train it is the picture of a, of a train two train and my man did the Photoshop so good. And I tell people, like, look, look, look. Like, how, how they had that little meme they got with mm-hmm. Kevin Hart. Look, 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 yeah. look, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> look at that window right there. Look at that. It, it's not supposed to be like that. That's not how windows get painted on. So they're like, oh, word, I see it. Like, no, it's not. So I had a few dudes like, yo, come on, B. That's not real, son? It's like, nah, B, it's not real. We wasn't in New York in the middle of 93, 94 painting the whole train. Do you have any idea... How many copies you sold of that record? Maybe not. I mean, I know we still owe Atlantic a lot of money for uh, doing those <laughs> two crazy. albums. You know, when you talk about doing records like that back in the day, it wasn't a lot of money we were getting for these budgets. But when you talk about the caliber of music we were doing that they wanted us to do, it wasn't selling enough for them. And as you can see, a lot of independent record labels fell off that had big time backing from a major. <laughs> yeah, whether this was. Priority, whether if it was Big Beat, whether if it was, you know, uh, a lot of these labels that were subsidiaries of a major tended to disappear. So how, mu- how much was the advance, for example, for for the album? For me and Tame back then together, probably like 30. 30 grand? Yeah. So, so nothing tight. crazy. Nah, nothing crazy, but something to do. Bro, it was, but, this, but, was, this is so underground back in the day. Right. But, so but, but is, what was the point? It is like everybody. So even with us having, the, I would say the most money we spent on was mixing. Mixing album, and and we learned from that doing the second album. With the second album, we working with Sean J. Period for two weeks. Songs was done, seven, eight songs. The joints we did with him was done in two weeks because he kept coming every session with a new beat. And his beats was like set up on the crazy numbers, like two, four, six, and eight and ten. So we would listen to a beat tape, and it'll be like, okay, okay, two is crazy, four is crazy. Wow, okay. So we stop on two and four. He'd come back, play the more beats, and then it was like, damn, six is dope, eight is dope. Why is this only even numbers, though? I'm like, uh, Sean, you got some theory where you got, like, these, you picking the ones that's two, four, six. He said, yeah, I noticed that when you were doing that before, so I kept them like that. I said, but how would you even <laughs> know that we would like him? Well, because I figured the feeling of him, y'all might, you know, so I was like, well, it's crazy how you could do one and three and five like those and then these like this. So he had a theory for himself, and it worked because we took all of those beats that he gave us. Wasn't there a story that Sean J. Period like found God and stopped sampling? Sean, or something? Sean always found God. Sean always knew God, but I think Sean found the fact that 
not wanting to be sued for sampling, he got a taste of that early. And he said, okay, you know, especially if he know how to do it. So Body Rock, I think, would say, and my solo single, Frontline, was his first opportunities to do that. Mm. So To play without sampling. Yes, yes. Because, you know, I think even the few songs that we had on the second album, he replayed. Because he didn't, you know, he knew that he couldn't clear it. Who was in that group down south? Mayor, Sean J. It was two other people. Did any of them? Mayor used to work at, uh, he used to be the manager at uh, Fat Farm at the Prince. Mayor, yeah, I know that name, yeah. Yes, sir, so he was in down south. Yes. We just referenced it for the second time, so now I have to play it. <laughs> so I was tempted to play it before because I realized that if we talk about it, like everyone knows this record. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people listening do not know this record. This is still very sampling Sean J.P. Right, right, right. And this is when Sean was like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> I ain't paying no bread. You got to think that record right there is a well-known record sample was. What the sample was? Yeah. yeah. That's Sean? I guess, I guess we do reference these things like everyone listening knows. Oh, everyone remembers Down South Southern Comfort. Like, right, yeah, right, not right. everybody. I mean, Only cats like us know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, and we have younger listeners, too. Yeah. And then Sean Jay, did you do work with Sean Jay at all during the Raucous days? Because he did a bunch of Raucous yeah. records. Word up, word yeah, he did most, he did most deaf um, children's story, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite and, uh, and, records. Uh, you know what he else did, he did? He did his first single as well. Uh. Remember this? You don't stop, baby. Mm-hmm. Sean J, baby. What? Period. What's this? This is post-sample days. This is uh, Action Guaranteed, OC and Rascass off of Lyricist Lounge. Oh, yeah, you did. He's talking about if you can hunt, you can hear. Yes. Oh, he did. And, uh, if you, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Sean J. And the other one, too. The, the, the both sides. The, 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 uh, Universal Mac, Universal Mac. Hey, Syph. You know, we should get on one app. <laughs> See, look, I'll tell y'all now. Y'all bring me up here, I'll be the whole... You're the, the conduit? Everything. You still talk to Sean J? Yes. I, I actually put up a song called Frontline. Oh, this is your single. Man, I, by yes. the way, I played this record. Bro. And yes. This was a 12-inch? Yes. I, and, and that was... Uh, Fabby's put that out for me at a time when Ruck is at it first. But I didn't play that for him. I didn't play that. I played the B-side for him when he heard this. YouTube or Spotify? Uh, YouTube. Okay. And shout out to Matt Fingers who put out the front line. He put the front line record out for me. Oh, this shit was this shit on the Super Rapping album? Yes. Okay. Actually, it was, uh, I think he had another record on that Super Rapping record, but I don't, I don't think they put that on there. Let me see if I remember front line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is no samples. Smoke differentness. You don't know what's going on with this right here. Yeah, you're showing Jay. It's you and organized? Yes. We were driving like this though. Yo, check it out, check it out. 
My vendetta in this form, a musical song is to enlighten and brighten the mind through instrument and rhyme. And fix those inadequate flows that don't adapt, making snacks on wax plates for DJs to scratch. Fast slash, cross hatch slash, cross patch. Every word of mine to be verbally so tight to match. That, 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 well, I'll, I'll tell you what. What happened to Sean J? Yo, he's he, still, he working. He working. What's he, what does he do? What kind of shit Sean, Sean has a uh, protege, so my man Kate Kelsey, big, big, coming up, up and coming producer, I'm sorry. And um, Sean, is, uh, he has beat packs out there. He's still producing records. He just produced one with uh, one of uh, Kelsey's artists that he's working with right now. Um, Sean has worked with me over the years. But I would say on the production side, he started concentrating on that more. So that's where the beat packs come from. He had a few of them. Where, um, where does he live? Sean is in VA. VA. Oh, yeah, that's right, right. Um, what so- part? I- Richmond? Because I'm going to be down in Richmond February 9th to 11th at Sandman's Actually, Comedy. Actually, I'm bugging. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sean, Sean is in Brooklyn. He's, he's in New York. I'm oh, sorry, Sean's in New York? He's still in Brooklyn. What's well, Saif? I'm sorry. He's going to be in Richmond? But he's from, from VA. Hey, but Sean, you should call your friends down in Richmond, VA, because I'm going to be down there at Sandman's Comedy Club February 9th to 11th. There you go. You, by the way, this is the way you have to get all your plugs in from now on. Like on our guest <laughs> episodes? Them? Yeah, you have to find creative ways to slip them right, in. Right, right, right. So uh, did you guys have like a a philosophy about doing singles in such a way because like you may in addition to the many great things about artifacts you guys may have done the best singles mm-hmm. of anyone like you would put out an original a b-side then what's up now motherfucker and then yeah, the boat is yeah exactly you were always putting on somewhat shit like was that a philosophy or i mean being somewhat of djs ourselves me and tame both know how to deep well tame knew how to dj i do too as well i can juggle here and there handle the party if I wanted to, but I wouldn't. Chaos, that was his fault for doing that. But thinking of him and a lot of other DJs, we made sure to make every groove happen in the record. And so we found out too much of that would cloud up the record and, and groove capacity. Correct. You don't want to have- Sound-wise was crazy, but we just wanted to fill it up. But even with the singles, so this was learned from being a fan. So you have a remix, you really remix the song. Yeah. You really you re- change you the beat. You almost remake. Yeah, yes, you remake the song. Exactly. Another so song, when you yeah. think about Brand New being off of one, they have a remix for that. On the, the Slow Down single, it's like two remixes on mm-hmm. it. So, you know, so these things, we thought like, okay, this is how we expand the record a little bit more by either adding bonus beats or adding uh, acapella. But we always knew, so like Dynamite Soul record, has the original, the remix, and then the bonus joint, Who I Am. Who I Am, which I'm I, I'm in love with. I love that record. I, love record. I wish we would have shot a video for that, but that's like one of the little sneaky songs that make people feel like well, that. Well, let's, let's hit people off real quick with the, the first Artifacts remix we ever heard and, and hear about that. Word. Okay, we're going to talk about that too. I got the story for you. And matches. All the rappers try to catch us, but I roast them up for practice. So act like you knew where you'll be through in your division. I've been waiting and watching for you to fuck up your position, man. Listen, isn't this some shit for niggas' asses? Like when I flip the script, pause and flip my Philly asses. Yup, that's the status of the rappers with the cabbage. Other crews get next sevens, but they all fall below average. My head naps is massive, and I'm evil like an evil, and I'm diesel for the sequel. I'm a freaking for my people. Cigars like Bill Cars represent one love like Nas. Thinkers, rappers, my job. Tame the terror, drops the bomb on the move fakers. Now I'm stable making papers. Ain't gonna be no motherfuckers still in prayer from off my table if I'm able to feed those who need and proceed. But for those out for greed, take heed and get these. I said, come on, come on, get down with the voices were so crisp. Come on, come on, get down with the 
rapper annihilates the next. Uh, I don't fuck with this music. <laughs> so that's Come On With The Get Down remix, right. Buck Wild remix. Mm-hmm. The last verse, of course, is... Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. It's one of the weirdest Busta flows, by the way. Yeah, look, look. It, it, so what's it was, the story? You said you had a story about yeah, this. Yeah, so this song only happened because we was on a trip to Morgan State College, Artifacts, KMD, Curious George, <laughs> TCF Crew. What? Who? TCF Crew. Who's TCF Crew? Oh, the, um, the, the, the R&B that track group. masses produced? Um, Sean oh. and Kenny, the dancers from Coogee Rap, had a singing group. So they was on the bus, and then in the front of the, we was in the back. Uh, hard to obtain was with us too. Shh. In the hard front to of the bus, in the K front Fox's of the bus, cousin, exactly. <laughs> in hard to obtain. Oh yeah, yeah. Front of the bus, it was Jay Z, Dame, See, bus, leads of the new school. Sife, every underground story has a Jay Z yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> leaders, and, leaders, um, and um, I think that was it. So we had a radio in the back, me and Tame, and we was playing. So we only had like six songs recorded for the album and we had to tape. So he's like, you know, hearing this music in the back, Buster's like, yo, bring the radio up here. And we don't even know him. He snatched the radio on my hand. You know Buster? No, nothing at That's, all. It already sounds this like a very Buster this, this story, though. leaders, you know, right, on right, the bus right, yeah. all together. This is like, uh, I think maybe before the MTV interview. So he took the radio and he's like, yo, what's your name? He's like, Artifacts. Oh, I heard about y'all. I'm stretching Bobito show. Yeah, because I'll be listening to so he's talking to us like, yo, so yeah, man, I want to see what, what, what y'all playing. Like a couple of songs from the album. So this is like everybody's surrounded and this is on a bus. We moving. A it's, tour bus? Yes, yeah, like a regular. No, uh, but like a bus. Like, like an academy. Like, a, like yeah. an academy bus. Right, like right, right. And we go on the landing seat. So it's just bus. seats. Yes. So it's we, not all, like, no, we all seated yeah. in, but like in the house. Yeah. So bus is an hour and he's playing. So he rewound the tape and he played the first song. I think it was maybe Heavy Ammunition. Another song came on. Then Come On, The Get Down came on. And that came on, and maybe like four bars of that, he stopped it and looked at me and Tane, played it again, halfway through the verse, stopped it again, rewound it, <laughs> played the whole first verse, get to the hook. He's like, he said, yo, rewound it again. Then he played the whole song. Then he rewound the song all the way back and then played, this was in front of everybody. He wasn't even talking, just kept playing it. <laughs> and then he said, yo, right in front of everybody. He's like, yo, look. If y'all ever do a remix for this song, I want to be on it. And when he said that, the whole bus was in complete silence. Like, mind you. Yeah, he's in Char- a group Dingo at the time. Charlie, Dingo Charlie. <laughs> and I want to be on now, this. Now, like, I'm looking at them. They looking at us. And then out of nowhere, I think we had some beats on the tape. And it got to that point of the tape. And right there, everybody just started freestyling. Dink Charlie starts it off. He started rocking. Dinko started rocking. We all and then it kind of like stopped and we just busted was and like what oh, was Jay Z doing? And Jay Z was look. He was in there too. Let me tell you what he did. It sounds like some Brooklyn so, shit. So about everybody's that. listening to the song now. And they just go, yo, play it again, play it again. Like I'm like, damn. So this is the only song being played now, and we almost at the school. Play it again, play it again. Everybody Jay Z had a couple of times. We go in there, we do this is when he's just with original flavor. That's who mm-hmm. else was with us. Yeah, I was about to say original flavor so had to be had on the song. Right, right. right. So they they with him. We do the show. And Buster didn't get back on the bus. He's like, yo, look, he got my phone number. I'm serious. Call me if y'all do that. I'm like, okay, bet. So that's how me and his friendship started. We get back on the bus. Now it's dark. Bus driver's like, yo, nobody's smoking weed. We were smoking going down there. <laughs> nobody's smoking. First person smoking. You getting kicked off. I don't care what part of the highway we at. You getting off. 
So then it's dark, pitch black on the bus. No radio. I still got the radio. It's quiet. And out of the darkness, you heard somebody on that bus like, yo, Al, play the song, yo. <laughs> I said, what song? Come on, yo, play the song, yo, play the song, yo. I, oh, okay, okay, I played it. We in Maryland, all the way back to Port Authority. One song. Everybody on the bus singing the hook. The original one. Yes. They singing the hook, and it got to a point where it wasn't, come on with the come on, get down with the get down. Now it's just, come on, get down. And he asked for it. And I'm going to tell you another story. Wait, who, the, who at Jay wanted Jay, to Jay, now I'm going to tell you a story. Go and go on YouTube. Okay. Put in Miss Jade and Jay-Z. It comes up as a YouTube exactly. search. It's going to be in there. The song that she had called... Mm-hmm. Uh, this is called Count It Off. Yes. Featuring Jay-Z. So her verse is first. All right. You got to go to the second verse and before his verse starts. And watch what you tell me you hear Jay-Z going to say. You got to get to the end of her verse. I remember this record now. Wait, wait, it's crazy. And then he says is the, the a bar that he used way later, way more famous. Mm-hmm. Young Vito, voice of the young people. That's crazy. So anybody that ever heard this story that don't know about that song, and the wow. only reason why I know about that was because me, AG, and Party Artie, rest in peace, yeah, rest in peace. was in Europe doing the tour in 2003. And he played me that song. He said, you know about this song right here? I said, what's that? I, said, I knew who it was, but then he said, no, no, no. Listen, watch. Watching the hook. Oh, rip. your mind wow. must. And, wait, and, wait. and look, but we, was, we was getting on. The, we was at a gas station on the bus. We was getting, we, we gassing up, leaving the city. I think we was in Paris. And, and Artie just came out. The, he came out the store. The gas station probably got beer in his hand early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Hell, you know about this? No, what is this? What is this? He said, yo, and I told him the story about that bus drive. That's crazy. And he said, yo, that's crazy, bro. Like, I, I didn't even know it existed until he told me. And I played that's that crazy. for Tame. Actually, the last time he was at my house, because he didn't know. Up I, until I, I recently? Kid you not, I kid you not. I'm, I'm not lying. I played that for him, because he didn't know about it either. And he was like, yo, and I told him, remember we was on the bus? I said, that's how much he liked that song. Yo, yo L, play the song. Yo, yo, wait. <laughs> So wait, you're saying you just played it for Tame? This year. When he I mean, isn't it kind of crazy wow. that before he passed, he got to like be officially reminded right. of admiration from the guy he, who's he was, largely considered the greatest of all time? He was blown away. He was like, hey, yo, where did this come from? I said, dude, like, and I told him the same thing. Party already played it for me, and, and, and I, I don't know why it never came to my mind to play it for him before. <laughs> But Talk just, about of all the things that I tell came, someone. It just came to me. I was like, hey, yo, you ever heard this before? <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Was there any, being around Jay at that time, was there any inclination yes, that this guy I was knew, like? I already knew. I already knew. Uh, listen, he came to Jersey and Checkers had just opened up uh, the spot. Love and, a The burger spot. And, yeah. yeah and sure, he came. He came. And this is when his first single came out, just after Original Flavor. They came too. And I saw him. We wait, came what to a show? Yeah, he came. He came to Checkers. And wait, 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 Performed wait, wait. at Checkers in the parking lot with us. In the Jay Z performed at WBLS. Okay. 
hosted this event. The checkers opening. And the yeah. fast food joint. Yes. Jay Z wrapped in the parking lot at a checkers opening. No, no, no. It's not even that. At any moment, there could have been a, uh, some kind of after a show in a checkers parking lot. Right. This was for checkers. <laughs> <laughs> this was a, it was, and look, it was a big deal because nobody knew who he was. It was just, you know, because BLS hosted it. Yeah. You know, we knew who he was. But right, right, right. But this was like. Yeah, very early. Uh, really, really preparation for what I knew was going to be not what it is today but I but then I saw him after that at the Javits Center and they used to have every year they had these uh, um, functions where it would be like damn I can't not some Greek fence thing or something like that but it would be the big event everybody would go there every year at Javits Center so I saw him there outside we, I'm walking up to the building and this is he had the ES same car in the video I'm like I knew. I knew. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. He's laughing. We both laughing. And he said, L, this is from the Big Daddy Kane money. That's all he said to me. That's wow. crazy. That's but did, and you said Dame was on the bus too? Yeah. Mr. Dame, yes, yeah, yeah, did Dame yeah. manage original flavor? Yeah, I think so at the time. Yeah. And, 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 and it's crazy. What's crazy, even later on in life, T Strong, the dude in the group with the light eyes, lived in my neighborhood. Really? I'm like, yo, bro. I kept seeing him in the store. Like, why this dude in my And I just like, yo, he looked at me and was like, I'm like, why you, why you in my neighborhood? What you do? He was like, yo. And then, and not too long after that, it, a connection came in my mind because I saw Biggs one time in the neighborhood as well in the gas station I go to. I'm like, wow. I put two and two together. I was like, he must live right here too or know of him to live right here. So yeah. it, it's crazy how all this stuff happens. You know, it's just weird. That's crazy. That 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 come on with the come on part though. Yes, you look. Look, I almost forgot myself. I'm glad I said that. Yeah. I, by the way, so are we. That's that, that's look, the now, kind now, of shit. That's why else, we do the podcast. Everybody else that's gonna hear this, y'all gonna freak out. You gonna tell all come your friends about. It. But it's those on, it's those stories about Jay that we should do a podcast about. Jay-Z. <laughs> um, no, it's those stories like him being uh, on the Dead Prez song. Mm-hmm. What you just showed us is the the latest version I ever heard. But he always. He, we know he has his love for hip hop right. to another level, and then just fights with the commercial success of it. You know, like See, but when you when you and I'll say this, being an artist, myself and dudes like myself will never know what that life is like. Yeah, ever, 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 ever. As sad as it may sound to some of you people, we'll never know what that's like, bro. That was so. But but to know when we was in Morgan State. And we went, we went to the radio station in there, and and me, him, original flavor, not tame so much, but we had a, a heated debate. I remember this in the in the radio station about who was a better DJ on the In Control show, Pete Rock or Clark Kent. Mm. And I'm li- I'm not thinking about connection wise, Clark, 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 Clark. Clark. Yeah. yeah. So we was like, I'm like, but I, I was like, yo, Clark was it, but he was a little. Compared to Pete, it was the cuts with a little sloppy, da da da. But then I had that's to a Brooklyn thing. Though. Yeah, but look, look and, and I had to understand <laughs> that because little, little, because I'm started. I'm talking about Chili Q. I'm talking about all the other cats, cats that was grouped uh, guest DJs on on In Control. So I had to understand like, okay, this this is the man. But then I knew who Clark was too because he was in the Superman crew. Yeah. So as an MC, I paid attention to all this stuff. So, but but that conversation showed me his. Heart, what far as like his what he knew, not even say knew, but what he had in his heart, as far as 
hip hop on the level of him being a listener and a fan oh, of, hardcore. Of, of Clark. Well, but 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 it's almost we almost like you were just saying, Saif, like a reminder of like how hip hop he was. The, we have to say that to ourselves yes, now because yes. he got so big. Yeah. But it really go go, back. But it really goes story. without I know, but it really goes without saying because he was one of y'all. Right. I mean, like he, he was just he was Yeah, it, but it's like that for him and Nas. You know what I'm saying? When you look at I'm happy for these dudes when you think about where we all came from, starting period wise, they was just like us. And by the way, I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I think it's bullshit that anyone would think it's sad. These are once in a lifetime people. Only reason why I'm gonna say that is because when you watch a lot of podcast shows and you watch a lot of cats from our era talk, it's a from a place of anger. Oh, they sound sad. So yeah. it makes it, you I mean, sad. Like not, not, right. and, but I'm just saying, like, even when you think about people who wanted to, who want to do it, yeah. and they listen to these stories, and they watch these shows, and they listen to these cats, even when you watch Unsung on on, uh, on TV One, when you yeah. watch yep. all those, it's never so much, uh, Brandon being was an exception because they still rock together. Yeah. So when you watch that, it's an ongoing story still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, for some people, it, they either die or they fall on hard times. A lot of these people that think that even for my level, what I do independent wise, when they look at the money and they think about, I mean, I always, I'm going to say this here too. I'm going to tell y'all, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to know that <laughs> a lot of us cats that got their business straight and, and actually pay taxes on the independent level, there's a lot of things you could do as an independent artist where you don't have to look at it as a bad thing. Yeah. A lot of people look at independence as a bad thing. And, and in order for me to still be here today, for me to be independent is how I'm still sitting here talking to y'all. Being from a, a major label to transfer into the independent world, it's cool to say now. Craig G said this to me. Oh, don't you notice how a lot of people say they're independent? They want to be independent on their own masters. It wasn't cool to say that 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. No, you no, it was a fail. Because you wanted to be signed to a label. That was a cool thing to be until you don't have that cushion or comfort or blanket and you're doing it on your own. And now people see the, the measure of what you have to go through to either press your own records, do tune core. A lot of these people doing this, y'all. You got Empire label. I'm signed to Empire as an artist. I got a publishing deal with Empire as an artist. You can do these things as long as your records are hot. If you give yourself a chance and 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 maintain your status and take yourself seriously, you don't have to look at this as a thing of where when you listen to a lot of people be on these shows, they have their head down, they mad, they angry. Because a lot of these cats ain't working today. But if they was, and if they knew the things that would go into doing these, they would be a lot more successful if they would think about the fact that the things you got to account for are your own. Yo, by Facts. The, by the way, there's a lot of gems. A lot of gems. Fame is the art and... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And that was sent with the fucking word. Um, art of facts, if you will. Right, but, right. Um, so... Given all that, do you make money on the fucking, on the artifact shit that plays on Spotify? Yes, we do. Well, see now, this is the first time me and Tame even had a, a, a real release that we can say it's our own rather than it be from Atlantic Records. Right. Because you got to understand, you got to understand, y'all. There was a no such thing as streaming. So when you think about these records from our past coming out today, in order for them to be online for Spotify and, and iTunes, the labels still own these records. So it's up to them to put it up. You know, there's, there's a lot of sneaky ways you can do things. There were no contracts with things saying streaming in it and no. iTunes and Spotify. So that's all before these things. Are, so when you are, if you ever was an artist and you got a, uh, a letter in the mail saying XM Serious Radio got sued and this thing, 
all those things happened for us to be able to do all these things because the artist was getting mad with the fact that what is this computer shit? What is this on the airplane? Um, I'm hearing my song on the headphones and and then all this over here. And so all these things started happening where people was like, yo, we ain't getting paid for this shit on the, in the, on the um, airplane. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of these people, and then when, because these uh, bigger companies are able to spread it out so much, this lawsuit happened where they had to say, okay, there's a lot of DJs playing a lot of records on a lot of different stations. And this is when they caught up. So even where say Atlantic, they have the second album up there. Because that was a more newer record that they would say they can, con- not say control, but put up. Mm-hmm. First album wasn't up there for a minute. Right. Then it showed up. This is them catching up. So they know, damn, we didn't have this in the contract. So they could probably possibly, yeah, because y'all don't own the rights to the digital thing this like part, that. Yeah. So now you see all this stuff happening. So you get- a, So we do, we do. I you mean, do okay with it. And you do better with this though, the, the I no expiration date. Yes, anything that's, you know, after Atlantic is good. You know, a lot of records I've made over the years, even me and Sadat got an album together called XL. So anybody who don't know about that, you can pick up that record. And a lot of these records that I've made over the years were in the, uh, uh, European releases, um, just no different than this record with me and Tame. Uh, it was released in, out of Germany. Um, but you got online now, so it's almost like they right down the street. Mm-hmm. Compared to back mm-hmm. in the day when your man that you knew over in Europe would come <laughs> over to New York, buy yeah, all yeah. the gear, buy all the, the whole the bootleg gear and all the records and tapes and bring it back <laughs> to their city, and that's how they caught up. And then, uh... Let me come from... Work. I just spoke to Bad Skills today. Really? What was that about? Because I'm going down to Richmond, Virginia, February 9th to 11th. <laughs> Sandman's Comedy Club. Is he going to come out? He said he lives in L.A. now. Oh, worse. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He did that. Was that, was that just a, um, was that a label thing? Nah, that was a me and Tame thing. We knew he was going to be next. I think he was at the label. He came to the studio and he was sitting in there chilling with us and I was like, hey, man, get on the joint. But he was already signed or no? Yeah, he just got signed. Wow. Man, we put him on. What's the Artifact song? I think it was on a, was it a soundtrack? Yep, High School High. High School High. What was that song? Oh, the Ultimate. The Ultimate. And but it was that, on the album that, too. I got a story about that too. I tried yeah. to get your boy uh, Jay, uh, Jay Dilla to do a, re- a remix. You, wait, but you did? No, that's the unofficial. The official remix was Showbiz. Oh, Showbiz remix, of yes. course. Sorry. I'm ashamed of myself. No, you good. But I even said that. <laughs> this is the 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 official official as it's known remix. This is was so dope. I I I I'm glad we got to do this. It's actually a very different showbiz beat too. Yeah, yeah. It's like he made the beat for the artifacts. Yeah, it and sounds look, like you guys. It, it's funny too because he when um, we doing we was doing that um, we he actually stopped the session because Tame I don't know there was something going on with him that day where he he uh, he could tell something was up and he brought us in the booth. And at the time, Fat Joe, Angie Martinez, and Juju and them was in the other room. I don't know if Tane was so focused on that. He straight up was like, yo, 
come here, come in the booth, come in the booth. So Showbiz turned off the mic. He, he said, yo, is that bothering y'all? Are they making too much noise? He was like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. But then he was like, yo, you got to shut it down? Y'all want to shut it down? Y'all want to come back? Because he went out the booth went in there. Yeah. Y'all got to chill, chill, chill. He came back well, there. Well, they was in the, they the, was in the, they was in the next room, room or the lobby? Just having fun, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the other room. So he said, yo, so like. What studio was it? Oh, D&D? I want to say Unique. Oh, Unique? Maybe. Um, and he said, y'all want to stop? If that's bothering you, I can shut it down right now. Tane was like, yeah. I'm, so we came back. Next day he, But he said If we gotta shut it down To come back Because look Buck Finesse Even LP bro Got to work with y'all mm. And you know He pretty much saying I'm the head of yeah, DITC yeah, yeah, yeah. How come I get my chance now If y'all gotta stop today And come back And the next day we came back And that's what you heard And we got that all yep. And now And so so this Now this is my man House Shoes so Salute to him he hit me up, and um, I, told him, I told him we was doing a remix for this. But at the time, at the time, Reef had gave me a beat tape. One side was all beat minus, and the other side was Dilla. And some beats from Organized Confusion. This was on there. Now, I don't think this was on there, but when I listened to the tape, what I did here was stakes is high. Mm. Beat, mm. beat was on that beat tape. She and but it built up. It wasn't like how you know it, when it came on. It was just the horns. Then the bass line wasn't there, so it was just the snares and the pop. And then and then it kind of like disappeared a little bit. The beat faded out. So I said, like, I know what that's about. Okay, <laughs> but then uh, I, I heard the song. Afterwards, I was like, oh, my God, that's that beat we had on the tape. Wow. Another beat we had, Rockwilder, Busta, Eric Badu. That song. Which one? Just one. And we couldn't, we have money. We didn't have enough money. <laughs> we couldn't get that one. Did they, did the label, <laughs> you, you mentioned the label, like, wanting you, of course, to, like, have big singles. Mm-hmm. Did they, like, actively try to push you to do, like, a singly single with like nah, someone singing nah, on nah. it. No, I would tell you the the most singly single we ever have is the ultimate. Yeah, and they would, and that would, and, and they would, we didn't know that they was doing a, the soundtrack for that. So they would wait. We was doing the, the second album. We was doing that's them. So Reef came in the studio. He said, Yo, look, this is what's happening. Look, 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 look at this. Look at this <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah, Mike, and I'm seeing all these songs on it. He showed me the list. P Rock is uh, P Rock and Lost Pro. The uh, rap yeah, world joint. I'm like, it's a Wu joint. I'm like, oh, right. Roots. I'm like, what? All these people on it? He said, and we ain't on it? And just that day, he was there. And he was in the studio when we did, when we were doing Ultimate. And Reef was like, yo. He left. Came back. He went home. Go get that Ultimate 3 MCs record. And that made the difference in the record. Mm-hmm. No matter what we were saying, no matter. He came back with that record. He's like, yo, loop this. Ultimate, Ultimate, Ultimate. Mm. But was it Ultimate on the first album? No, it's on the second album. Second album after High School High. Yes. Then it but, went but on. It, the but it was it, you were it, making it, was it for on, the it second was, album. It, yeah, it was. Uh, it was just for. The, it was just a song, right? And they liked it so much because of the beat. They was like, okay, that's then, going on. And Reef put the Ultimate hook on it. Yes, Reef left. He this when he was living uptown. It's still uptown. He was on hundred what hundred and second maybe hundred uh, over there. He uh let he but this was like no Uber, no nothing, no that, no going on the phone, going on the laptop, yep. searching nothing. He left the studio, got on the train, went all the way uptown, came back, 
Maybe it took him an hour to do that. That's and, crazy. And, like, you know when this was? Years ago. This was years, years ago. Years ago. You could damn near do an album of all the remixes you had. Mm-hmm. The remix could be a separate album. Right. And that's what's going to happen with that one right there. Mm. Uh, and didn't and, touch Redman yet. I know. Word, right? yeah. And we, so let's just play this for a second, though, because I'd be remiss. Sean Jay. What's this? I remember the first time I heard this on the radio in DC. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, there's a new artifact single. <laughs> I heard the DJ blend in instrumental, and I was like, I might even have a tape somewhere. And clock off dice that roll funny Getting blunted off somebody's whole money Honey's beat for me for cheese Ease back Please keep that weave intact Best believe the tame and deal be back Get the weed sex, relax Fuck a flick from Blockbuster I'ma touch it Proving who got the bomb like Russia Friendly neighborhood rap hood What goods could it be? Yes, no question Now let's start up the session Kick a rap out till I black out Check out when I wreck out Throwing facts out Laughing out loud when niggas crap out Me, I want more cheese than the LAPD From when I wrote my first rhyme in 83 With each piece release, I reach math blocks, analyzing more spots than Matlock. Now I got this rapping shit on Patlock. You only have rock. My shit returns like resurrections in religion. Was fucking with the fact we only bullshit. Taking notes, stating all quotes. Niggas couldn't see me through an optometrist scope. Open by the rhythm MCs, that's hardest. New Jerusalem, artifacts be the artist. Main target. Whenever I feel bad, whenever we get to, to Sensei, then it's time to stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's Art of Facts, the single off That's Them. Do you feel that That's Them gets its love? Because, I mean, it's in my nerd fan opinion, it's not between a rock and a hard place, right. but it's fucking good. Like, there's a lot of joints on there. I, 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 I tell people all this all the time. We wasn't trying to beat that record at all. Like, the vibe of that record, the feeling of that record, we can't ever do again. This is... Our first time working with T-Ray, first time working with Buck. You can't create the same magic twice. What we did want to do was create something totally different from the first record, but go somewhere that we know we could go even if we was to do a third album. Mm-hmm. So we was thinking futuristic when we did the second album. So that's where Sean J came in at. You know, even working with a different template than we did, say, with T-Ray and with uh, Buck and even with Redman doing a track on his first album, it was more grimy. Where with Sean, with VIC, Beat Miners, uh, Rhino, these records became polished. And they, were, and they were brighter. Yes, yes, because we knew we was not in 94 no more. We going into 95, 96, where now you thinking about like records that came out after our record or at the same time, whether it was... Eric Sermon, whether if it was Gangstar, everybody's Nas. still making everybody's still making records. Nas, even Pete Rock and Sales Move with main ingredients. So all yeah. these records, even those records, so even think about Beat Nuts albums was got cleaner and cleaner. Yeah. As yeah. the technology changed, as the beat machines changed. To, People knew to, how to, to use samplers exactly, better. Exactly. Like where Sean, we was working with Duro, my man Duro, um the engineer at the time. That was his first 
album worked on for as mixing was that's them yes wow yeah, so if you, you ask that's life you have that you trivia go, you, you call crazy. you call the engineer the grammy winning engineer yeah uh, what was his first placement he gonna tell you artifact wow that's them so, and when but when you listen to the record and when you put it on the, and you listed on the headphones it, it was like him and sean was some songs they did was like on the board together mm-hmm. doing the drops doing all this i mean like i would just sit there and watch them and uh, the first engineer we had uh, on the first album, Rich, Rich July, he told me back in the day, brother, sit at the board. Even though you rhyme, sit at the board. Mm-hmm. Understand what's happening because this knob might do this. Boom, mm-hmm. look, you hear that? And then he'll turn it back and like, oh, I did hear it. But it's just the little small things you got to, even if, he didn't know if I was going to become a producer later on right. in my career, but he just said, if you happen to want to, Pay attention to this, this, and this. Yeah. So with that and knowing the producers that we was listening to for, say, Cellar Dwellers, when you look at Nick Wiz production, mm-hmm. you look at Lars Pro production at the time, and even with his own solo records, the LP, you know, all the, from his first beats to that record, he got better. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. And, and so that's what we were trying to do. And even if it was a little bit ahead of our time, I would say, because I personally... The nerd in me, knowing what was happening, I would say this Rock- is a better- Rockets Sound be- was where that came from. Mm. Mm. So I don't know if you've heard this song from That's Them. This is my probably my favorite song on the album. Okay. Oh, yeah. And look, my, a lot of people like this song. A lot of people. B.I.C. And it, yeah, it's just a little more musical, a little, yeah. little brighter. Look out the mystics, be mystic. Guys, cool with it, doing it. With the next type of text running through it. The bullshit, I mean. Rap style clean. While a lima six split frame tames the other thing. Seeing that niggas whack. Time to take it back to basics. Like Zagoni sneakers or my pair of Asics. Don't hate this. Finally, a sensei verse yeah, first. Yeah, go for it, right? <laughs> Battle technician who be on a mission now. Listen, Team one got more grip than Gore-Tex. I'm coming through your set like CBS. Writing my name up in your projects. Who want to test me when I'm sesting. Pushing the paragraph like it's a Lexus. I come off hot like Texas. My West District predicts that I'm the shit. So I walk through the bricks and shoot the gift like it's a full fifth. I bring the ruckus filling dutches with dust. I spread love like take six until the whole split bust. We wish to diminish some seat for That's right. No hook. No hook. Tame had a very good knack for starting verses. His, right. He had that Fife Dog thing of no, like of when he jumped in a verse. Right. His yeah. voice cut through really quickly. And, and, and a lot of times I used to go first a lot, but when... The thing with me and Tame was we wanted that, how you say, run DMC effect of the back and forth of the jumping in. It's like double dutch. Yeah. A lot of rhyming is like that. It's like double dutch because you don't know. You, the other dude jump out, you got to jump in. And a lot of times when you don't know how to do that shit, especially as a dude, you, a lot of, you know, you, you mess up when you go in. But if you know how to do it, you it's like one, hit the tempo and go. So a lot of times when me and Tame... MC things was when you were still rhyming and a dude coming after you. And some people might say, oh, you cut him off. No, no, no. It's supposed to be like right, that. Right, right, MC right. why it's supposed to happen. Because I'm coming in. A lot of times, that's how Wu-Tang. I would say this. For my favorite, favorite tandem to do stuff like that is Styles P and Jadakus. Mm. Yeah, they did. These dudes thing. finish each other's lines. Yeah. I mean, like, they have songs where it's just one line. Where I'm like, wow, wow. I told Tank. Yeah. And and another thing like that, uh, a song, Nas and AZ called Serious. That song, if you never heard that song before, I never heard it. Bring that song. What's it from? Is it an AZ record? Yeah, I think so. 
It's so crazy what you said about your sound being what the raucous era starts. Hey, listen, it's, hey. I, you, you encompassed it so well. Like, I never even... You think put, about listening, when it, you listen to the, our second album, you listen to those tracks. All them did. indie records that yeah, came out on after that, that, that sound, J, yeah. And because Sean J, after that, he did those records. Uh, OGC, Smith & Wesson, yep. Health the Skelter. All you worked with him. Mm-hmm. After we mm-hmm. did, I said, Sean, you know you're gonna get some work after this because this is AZ featuring clean. Nas. Crazy. Serious, yes, that record right. right there, bro. Right, well, Tan right. told me he said, "Oh, we ever gonna do that?" Shit. When I played this for him, I said, "That's me and you. Mm. We needed to redo a record like that." All right, hold on. Let me get through this Domino's ad. <laughs> <laughs> and now we are in business. There we go. Yeah, this record right here. Wow. Time to see your bros on a permanent vacation, yo. Check my track record, respect for my black lessons. Expect me to act reckless, I'm rich and I'm ass necking. On me, quit half leppin'. My drinks in my glass seppin'. I'm rollin', I had breakfast. I stroll through my last message like, niggas can't be serious. Never that nigga shit is shit, and I'm mysterious. Move mystique on them, the doses increase on them. You go you sleep on them. No joke on my peak storm and them cars, they comin' heavy. The guard of the seven Getty, I charge with a large machete and cars to your Starving belly like, uh, you should have known I was serious. Still the prettiest, point blank, period. Feeding while alligators on swamps, got miles and acres, no pump. Whether it's freestyle or written down on paper so far, I've been down for maybe a decade. I'm still the rawest, plus weight and Farragamas, plus the majorities on us. Garments, fly apartments, they bug and say Nostradamus. This wasn't one of my hardest, so over a mill regardless. Chill with them hard looks. I spark clips if you blood a Muslim, five or six, guard a crib, guard a Man, <laughs> okay. Yo, I never heard this in my life. Uh, I think I might have heard it once, but it is fire. This is like this is like they're like Ooh, working out, like they're bro. like going in. Yes, ball heavy. So when did you uh when did you first meet Redman? I met Red. Um, I want to say what were you eighty something. Maybe the Thanksgiving dinner. No, nah, it's like maybe, house. Uh, I met Red. <laughs> uh, 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 I met Red. It was a crazy situation. I knew this female that I used to go out with, and she had a new boyfriend. The new she saw me one day, and the new boyfriend saw her talking to me. Just so happened, this dude is friends with Red. Mm. Somehow or another, this guy was trying to plot to jump me at this club at this party. I tell everybody in the party. After it's over, he's outside, and it's about 20 of them. And I come outside, and then the whole party comes outside. And we all looking at them across the street, and they left. <laughs> Week later, I get on the bus. I'm coming from Montclair State College. And I'm looking at this dude on the back of the bus. I'm like, yo, he looks very familiar. Oh, wow, he was with them. That's Reggie. So I said this to him. I was like, yo, he's looking at me. We both got headphones on. And I'm going like this at him, and he looked. I was like, yo, you remember me? He's like, Yo, you the dude, uh, Vanessa. Da, 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 I remember last week. He said, the, the, the party, you, you came outside. The whole damn club came outside. I said, Yeah, you. So he, he remembered. But I went to. His, we were talking the whole trip till we both got off the bus. He didn't live too far from me. And um, I went Did to his. You grave. know he was Tame's cousin at the time. 
Oh, sorry. I'm about, to, I'm, about, I'm, about to, I'm, about, I'm about to relay something. Yeah, that if you're just, me, if you're just listening, a lot shut of people. The, hey, it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. If you're just listening, not no, watching, no. he gave me the the Newark hand to the face. He said, "Hold on, shut the fuck up." So look, 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 I'm about to I'm about to lay something heavy for a lot of people. They <laughs> may right. not know. This. Okay, I might I might upset a lot of people too. Okay, so I met him. Uh, we went to his crib, and um, he's playing. He's got turntables in there and everything. So I'm like, okay, DJ. So I told him my rhyme. He starts DJing. He's playing Latifah dance for me. And he's nice, super nice on the turntable, getting busy. I'm like, damn. Then he picks up the mic and started rhyming. I was like, what are you DJing for? No, 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 no DJing. You got to rap, bro. So I was like, and, and look, I want y'all to hear me. And look, he said, I said, um, I got somebody you should meet. A week later, I bring... Him and Tame together. And from there, the three of us just started making tapes. So I'm saying stuff without having trying to say nothing. I see your face. All I would have to probably do is put two pictures together and you go from there. Because I thought that they were. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> but I, they're not. I know what you're thinking. Right. So like we have street cousins. Mm-hmm. Street brother That's my cousin Such and such So this is what it is Street cousins Right mm. so, Not not cousin cousins No I'm not dropping bombs today <laughs> that's, a bo- that's a bomb like, No no it's, it's, But it, it's, it's It's a bomb It's very It's important It's history It's, it's important It's real I have to make history real as well Right So a lot of people that know him And a lot of people that know Tame And know them You know That know thing Will probably be like Well So yeah so I met Red first, but once because I saw how he who he was, and because I knew Tame, I knew that connection was going to be way more. And it was and exactly like you knew it would be their connection. Yeah, you were you were meant to be a conduit, a, a conduit right, for them. Right, right. So you know, a lot of things happened in our past where things that might have been didn't become. So. If anybody watched the YouTube um, uh, video of Tame's funeral, if you watched the whole thing, Redman disclosed something that a lot of people didn't know. So back in the day, because Red and Tame was hung together, EPMD wanted to sign Tame by himself because they didn't know about me. Mm -hmm. I found out about it. I said, Tame, look, if that's what you want to do, so be it. He said no. I'm, we're going to stay together. Just let's do what we was doing. A week later, Red came back to him. But, yo, they serious. They want to sign you. Tane was like, nah. And, again, I told him, like, yo, do that. If it's going to, no, I'm not doing that. We're going to stay. So I said to him, if, because you made that decision, I won't let you regret that at all, ever. And we only just turned out to be artifacts. 20-something Eight years later, we've, you know, this group. So, you know, a lot of things people don't know about, but a lot of people do, you know. So, so isn't, isn't, you know, for a lot of people, they try to put, always try to put that connection together, you know what I'm saying? Like, how is that possible when, you know, but our connections in the Jersey streets run deep, same way as Red Man's run deep. And, and if you notice, he's no different than me and Tame. He's a very accessible dude, very approachable. He really is. He don't take himself seriously when it comes to being an artist. And that's the one thing I would say I love about him that he didn't change was that about himself. This dude is 
been the same since I met him. And has yeah, shouted. Not like a, a city councilman do it all. Now Hollywood, <laughs> even, even, all look, the politicians. Even do, even councilman, do, even councilman Kelly. Listen, we this is like, hilarious. That is just so the dopest thing could do. do nah, it. He's bro. about that life, man. He bro, really, that that he really his, went hard. His, uh, a, a member of a, a hip hop group, now a city councilman, because yes. he always cared about Newark so yes, much. Yes, yes. When I even when I knew him back in the day, like he always talked about all the stuff he was trying to do in Newark, and now he actually like is the is is really elected, doing it, really doing it, elected. And, and he said and he got some that. goons. I know some of the goons around him. Yeah, <laughs> he got goons around him. Real bro. goons and, and uh, how you say uh, permittable goons. <laughs> well, you know, it's legal like, goons. I mean, yeah, they're legal that, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were, you're saying formidable were, goons. Yes, former goons. Former goons. Yeah, and who, for, who former and formidable can bring out the goonish. Where that? Um, hey guys, anyone out there listening to this one app is life. You need to go stream or buy or, or any version that you want to do to listen to this artifacts buck wild, no expiration date. Mm-hmm. Also, where can everyone get the fire artifacts merch from? Okay, so anybody that follows me, I'm gonna tell y'all now. It's not about a. Shopify or no website thing, you know, you can follow me on Instagram, E-L underscore D-A underscore Sensei. My other page was hacked. Mm. So the Sensei from NJ page, that's dead. E-L underscore D-A underscore Sensei. You can follow me there. You can, I always put up what the merch, uh, what I have available as far as anything merch-wise. Um, you can just DM me and follow me and we'll go from there. I do have a merch page. It's in the bio if you want to search that. But you're going to find out. You're not going to be able to just push buttons and order stuff because it will always send you to my email because I don't know what you're doing. And I ain't going to have y'all just ordering <laughs> stuff that I don't have. So I'll let you know what I do have. When you, and I had to put that in red, big, big red letters. So you follow me on Instagram. You will always be able to get merch. And some of y'all who's not on Instagram, you had to get an account to follow me to yo, be able to see. Yo, this this selection of the hats, like ju- yeah. yo, if I if I was to tell you to focus on anything, these scullies with the yeah. logo are fantastic. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna take care. No, no, please. I, I just want to spread the word of them. Um, yo, L, thank you, man. No, hey, thank you for having me. And and you know, I, I saw the interview with Jamar, and when I saw you reached out to me. I, I won't lie. My phone was so blown up. I had never had so many text messages. I was still just recently went back deeper and I still saw more. So anybody that ever hit me up at that time, I apologize. But I thank everybody for hitting me up. I, I appreciated you for, for doing that. But I want y'all to know I'm good. The Artifacts record is out. This album is out. Ten songs produced by Buck Wild. Mm. There's a lot of things that's going to happen from this record. I'm a shooter. I'm a shooting. still shooting two videos from this album and we're going to be very creative with it. I'm going to let y'all know if there's going to be any places we're going to be doing it at for y'all to, if y'all want to show up and do cameos. So I have a spot that everybody can be able to come to just to show your face, boom, boom, and leave. But it's good. That's the one thing I'm going to say I need from the people right now in, in, in the underground world is when it's time for these things to happen, we're going to have a remix album for that joint right there. We have three singles that's going to be out pressed up seven inches with, Three joints from that album. So All right, I, so I know I got to hurry up, but there's... No, but so the support, up. though, is about supporting this project exactly. right here. Exactly. That's the last record that me and Tame ever produced album-wise. There'll be not another one, but you're going to hear joints in the future. Elder Sensei.
Newark's finest. Thank you, man. Thank I feel you, so bad because I said I didn't want you on the show. That's <laughs> <laughs> not true. <laughs> nah, thank you so much, man. The hip hop history, the gems. No doubt. Thanks for thank you. J- j- giving me the soundtrack of my youth. And yeah, seriously. Oh, man. Wanna, baby, is life. Wanna yeah. is life. Thank you, Al. Peace.